0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Seneca Podcast, a weekly discussion of current affairs in China coming to you from the pop up Chinese studios here in Beijing. I'm Jeremy Goldhorn, hosting Without Kaiser today. But joined once again by regular co-host David Moser. Welcome back, David. Thank you, Jeremy. Good uh, to be here. Good, and I'm not going to, you know, uh, tell people how talented you are because they've had enough of it now. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, you know, wait, wait. Music, language.
1: Wait. <laughs> <laughs> CT <laughs> academic director. <laughs> jazz no, no. musician. Enough, okay, enough.
0: Stop. Um, so today we're going to be talking about a fascinating topic that has been requested by a number of our listeners, uh, which is the situation for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender or transsexual people in China, LGBT community. With us uh, to discuss this today, we have uh, Fan Poipo, who's a gay filmmaker, writer, and activist, born in 1985, a graduate of the Beijing Film Academy. He published Happy Together, complete record of 100 queer films, uh, in 2007. He's received a prize in uh, an LGBT research paper from the Chu Hong Foundation, various other awards. He directs the China Queer Film Festival Tour. And he has made uh, a a number of documentaries, including The Good Days, Taipei City of Rainbow, New Beijing, New Marriage, and Chinese Closet. Fan Popo, welcome to Seneca. Hi, everybody. Thanks
2: for inviting me. And it's my honor here to talk about LGBT in China. Yeah, this is Popo.
0: (laughs) So uh, I'd like to start by recalling the year 1997 when uh, the Chinese Criminal Code was revised to eliminate the very vague crime of hooliganism or Mang zui which uh, was used uh, to persecute many types of people, but also particularly uh, was a crime that banned private adult uh, homosexual behavior. And then a few years later, in April uh, in 2001, the Chinese classification of mental disorders formally removed homosexuality from its list of mental illnesses. And these things happened while I was here, and I I remember thinking, wow, what a sign of progress. And I've always... Um, felt that uh, the China's dealing with the LGBT community is perhaps uh, China uh, at its uh, changing China at its most tolerant and uh, <laughs> the closest uh, ideal to an open society. That if they could deal with other minority or uptight Bolshev groups. Uh, it might be better. Um, and uh, I was sort of preparing this as the, the lead-in to our talk, but one of our guests today couldn't actually make it because uh, of some event that was banned, like many things have been lately. So it's not like uh, everything is hunky-dory. But uh, can I start by asking you, Fan Popo, um, mm-hmm. I mean, w- what is the situation like uh, for the LGBT community? What are the problems and what's easy? I think, as you saw in China, in, uh, the the two big change
2: in uh, uh, 1997 and in 2001. So now being gay is not uh, illegal, it's uh, not a mental health disease, but there is um, a lot of taboos of uh, uh, ta- culture promotion, such as gay films can't be shown in the cinema, and uh, uh, when media report about uh, LGBT, there is censorship um but I think for um if you are if if you are gay or lesbian or transgender bisexual personally you don't really have a big problem living your own life. There is um um there is a very big gay club in Beijing, right very close to the to our studio and there are over twenty gay bars in Shanghai and lesbian a lot of lesbian bars um also in also in China. Um but um I think if you end um for a lot of NGOs these days, uh, they still have a lot of challenge. Such like they can't uh, register as NGO. It's very hard for those organizations to organize events because uh, be on the street uh, as a, to organize a parade
0: is a, is a almost impossible in China. So it's it's any kind of action that is sort of perceived as political Ac- activism is, is not really possible to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think depend on how you uh, identify activism. If you if we just uh, take the example of the U.S. and they have a lot of parade, and uh, it's really impossible. But uh, here in China, you can see people have uh, we have our LGBT movement with. Uh, how to, how to say to Chinese style? Uh, a lot of uh, Chinese characteristics. We usually yeah, say yeah, on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of organizations that do events online. They do uh, they collect uh, pictures from from uh, from people. And uh, some organizations they do they do lectures and do screenings. So we can't do it in the bigger theaters. But uh, there is uh, some cafe and some university can do. We can organize. This is and uh, what what
0: do you show at the screenings? what's the purpose of these these events
2: i think the the reason why i became filmmaker is that i think culture can build a, a bridge between different communities when when i was in you know Weston, there there is really uh, homophobia of class match in my in uh, in my class and uh, after he watched a lot of gay movies and he started to have a new idea for uh, those screenings and uh, cultural events we also try to make more people see the image and uh, and uh, try to un- uh, and start to understand about uh, being LGBT. because it, before you meet them you always have some Weird really image. You can think they they should be must monster, but when you see them, then yeah, you can you can, you will see that can they
1: can be your friends. So this is very powerful. Do you think that uh, and this is for Jeremy too, I suppose that there's some overlap between the sort of the urge to to crack down on on homosexual rights, but also mm. just the the fear the government has of large groups of anybody because mm. they treat religion very much the same way. They they don't necessarily. Care about the specific belief, but they they don't. Yeah, you can pray at home, of, but just yeah. don't organize yeah, don't, a church. Don't organize yeah. a church. So is yeah. is is, is, it, is it like that? As long as you just keep to yourself and get online, no one's going to bother you, or is, or or what? Yeah, I
2: think as I said before. Personal personal life is usually okay, uh, but um, but you can't be you you can't ask for more rights because. I think this government is really afraid that uh, people have more rights than the government is lo- losing the rights. But on the other side, I say, I won't say as LGBT individual, we fast from one side stress from the government, but also in China because of we have very strong tradition about family ideas, family value, you always have to take the family name. And so a lot of um, LGBT, when they come out to their family, it's very hard. Uh, sometimes they they will they will not understand and they have an argument and even domestic violence it's also happened a lot and some of them
1: even sent to con, uh, conversion therapy and uh, yeah I'd like to talk about could I could I ask my my question you bring up a topic I wanted to ask about mm-hmm. which is a kind of a east west comparison and well I'd like to see what you have to say about it I mean I yes. usually I usually say this as kind of a joke but but mm-hmm. I think there's some truth to it that that um, in the United States, like if, if a young man comes out to his mother, you know, says, Mom, I have some news for you, I'm gay, that her reaction will be, oh, no, my son is going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. But in China, you say, Mom, you know, I have news, I'm gay. The mother will say, oh, no, I'm not going to have a grandson. Yeah, So <laughs> exactly. Does, does that make, yeah, does that make sense to you? That, in, that You see what I'm saying? There's a difference between the Christian homophobia mm-hmm. and the Confucian homophobia do you have anything to say about
2: that oh thanks for giving name to the confusion <laughs> homophobia um yesterday i had a dinner with my friend uh, and he, he had a terrible experience because after he came out his uh, his dad came to beijing all the way to look after him actually watch him so uh, and also he called, uh he called his um boyfriend's family also come to beijing so these two family were 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 uh, just uh, have cooperation to stop them being together, but um, uh, <laughs> they are the only way to meet up. So that's you. At least th- there's
1: harmony there. <laughs> there's <was> agreement. <laughs> Such a Chinese story. <laughs>
2: and my my friend, he's um he's thirty five years old, and uh, it's you know even if you are straight, if you don't get married after thirty years old, you will be also
0: you will also get a lot of be pressure, victim of some confusion, kind of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, leading on from that, uh, David and I also discussed this f- phenomenon you see in the Western media uh, reported every six months or so. About and you, especially before spring festival, about mm-hmm. gay and lesbian couples kind of swapping, you know, to take uh, somebody home to pretend to be their yeah, boyfriend or yeah. their yeah. husband or the wife. Is this a real thing, and how how common is it? It is real. So I I know some friends do that, and even
2: they don't they don't um, only do uh, tech, uh fake boyfriend and girlfriend and back home they even have a fake marriage did you ever heard about that it's in china we call the a shi a full marriage mm-hmm. and uh, so they some people call call it a uh, contract marriage so they have a fake marriage then uh, a between 同期, uh, a t- yeah, oh, yeah. they also yeah they also tongxi means um, uh women who marry, marry with gay men man. Yeah. so soon uh my friend made a documentary about uh, contract marriage and uh, they uh but they they can't show it in China because those it's two couple <laughs> they want to pretend uh, to be straight so they but i think maybe after years uh, they you will see this those image and this topic has been very big in China
1: it it certainly can't be a stable arrangement because sooner or later you yeah. know it's going to fall apart or the, or the family is going to notice something
2: yeah i i heard a lot of stories like there i heard one uh, there is a one guy he's uh, because his uh, both of his parents uh, died so he doesn't uh, so uh his family doesn't care so he he helped uh, uh, two lesbians to <laughs> to have to marry it. and uh, the, uh, a few weeks ago he was in an, uh, one wedding and a uh, few weeks later he was in another wedding and uh, because it's a small city then they have a mutual relatives then there is one of the uh, women just found oh my god this is uh this 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 brandy room <laughs> i saw him just a few weeks ago he's he called he married for two times and then he was reported and uh so his family just beat him why you cheat my uh, my daughter but later he has to tell the truth that uh, your daughter oh, is is lesbian i'm just helping her so some it sounds like a comedy but uh, you can see that it is still very sad for those f- those people to do it and uh, those family how do they feel about uh, being cheated and uh, but this is very rich material for you as a filmmaker i, uh, yeah. I was thinking of making a film <laughs> uh, uh, a narrative film uh, uh, yeah stories like this happens a lot
0: i mean if you had if you made a happy ending know, <laughs> yeah, just like uh, the wedding banquet
1: <laughs> yeah the but wedding but banquet is a <laughs> similar <laughs> plot actually yeah
0: yeah i guess so um, so, uh, let's talk a little bit about the the, the BT in LGBT. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, how, how big is that side of the community? And also, um, how much of it is a real community in terms of you're describing four mm-hmm. – I mean, at least you've identified four types of uh, kind of sexual behavior that is different oh, from yeah. traditional society, let's call it. Uh, and there could be more. I mean, the mm-hmm. T, I'm sure you could break it down into a number of different types of people – do these people in Beijing and in China do they gel together as a real community?
2: I think I I don't know why I personally have a lot of a bisexual uh, girlfriends and uh, they are so we talk so we talk about the gossip with to each other and we can we we talk about the LGBT movement we also talk about the men about uh, about the girls about dating so I can see there um, and they they uh, they try to set up a. Um, uh, bisexual organization and also because last year we for the Beijing Increase Film Festival we host uh, a screening of uh, a French documentary called the Bisexual Revolution and we have a panel discussion about bi- bisexual so you can but it's still hard for bisexual to be very visible because the mainstream society has a very uh, big stigma to bisexual a lot of people think oh bisexual are very Lucky they can fall in love with both boys and the girls, but actually they have a, they got stigma from the mainstream society because uh, a lot of people think they are weird. They date with uh, they the, the mainstream society think they are. Homosexual, but in the same time, in the homo, uh, in the LGBT community, and uh, they were treated like uh, they're not uh, trustable because they might uh, fall in love with straight people too. So um, I can see that they face a lot of challenge, and you know, also for for transgenders, because if you do the surgery, then you will lost a, a lot of benefit. So it's it's, it's hard, but. I want to say not. Uh, actually, the LGBT is also there. are More and more characters uh, following with the LGBT. We have the LGBTQQIAA. Do you know what that mean? No, QI
1: Q- either is usually interpreted as queer or questioning. Yeah, queer but and I don't know about custom. the other ones. Yeah.
2: But I is very important. I is the intersex. Uh, oh. They were born with a. Uh, Both uh, the um, how to say genitalia, uh, male and female genitalia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, a is asexual, and um, also ally means um, you are straight, but you you are together with the LGBTQ. Uh, community, but for asexual, it's a very, it's even more complicated. Last year, we had, uh, we also show a documentary just called uh, Asexual" from the U.S. And uh, there is one sense was really very impressive, impressive for me that those asexual group, they were sending some flyers in the San Francisco LGBT Pride. You know, it's one of the most open, city, open-minded city in the world, but they was still got a lot, of, that still get a lot of questions The some people said, "Oh, do we really have a?" asexual you know in San Francisco because are you guys are you guys ho- what is what is what is it what do they mean by asexual asexual means you won't you don't want to have sex with anybody with any- so it's what, not
0: a matter I mean, of don't, don't you think it's weird to ally somebody like that with the LGBT community because somebody who mm. doesn't want to have sex has no problem <laughs> I mean just live your life in I the US mean, we just call them wasps yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 but it's, it's, I think uh, we can we can unite it together just because we are a sexual minority because people think we are weird of our sexuality I,
0: but I, don't I, you I, think can, don't you think especially in China you're at risk if you make this identity so inclusive you're partly at risk of being less able to to really influence mainstream society because they'll look at you and think really they are a bunch of freaks look at all those (laughs) too many letters you know too many letters (laughs) you know what i mean
2: (laughs) but i i think i i would love also always uh hug with the stigma I I if there is stigma to to me I um I won't say just uh, uh I I know some um
1: uh, how to say I don't know. I don't know I, I I think there might be strength in numbers though on the other hand because uh, if it, the more people that can identify with the movement and the more you know the blurry these blurry these boundaries are and they are very blurry actually you know and, yeah and even in in one lifetime they can blur one into the other. That you're just, it's more inclusive. More people will say, yeah, I'm a part of this movement, you know. They say, uh, if you just look at statistics, China has at least, what, 50 million or 60 million (laughs) uh, gay, homosexual people, right? Does that number
2: make sense to you, Papa? I I know <laughs> I don't really care about numbers, but
0: uh, it's, there it are it a must lot. be a huge number. <laughs> it's the size, size of a
1: European country. Yeah, yeah, that is yes, a big
0: country. Yes. I read an article recently about the pink dollar in China. Is, mm-hmm. there, is that something that you you come across as people who decided? Okay, he has he has a market of consumers. Yeah, now they say if you have uh, money, then you have power.
2: So uh, you can see how many people go to the. Big gay club every every weekend, yeah. spending their money on very expensive drinks yes, and yes. cover charges
0: and yeah. mm. and Ferraris.
2: Uh-huh. And there is also some uh, gay website with a lot of uh, advertisements of uh, underwear and uh, what else? Gay tourist, uh, um There is a, a gay man dating app and lesbian dating app now in in your cell phone. So. Um, Yes, it happens.
0: Um, And let's talk about the Internet a little bit because one of the things uh, I've noticed over the years is that um, the Internet uh, enabled certain minority groups in China. And the two that I'm particularly thinking of is uh, the LGBT community and uh, sufferers of hepatitis um who Mm -hmm. you know were scattered all over the country and many people in smaller cities very you know conservative provincial places who suddenly when they got online could actually discover that they weren't alone um you know how big is the 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 impact of the internet being do you think on the lgbt community and you know what are the major things that that uh people are doing online I don't
2: have a certain data, but the, uh, from my personal experiments, the internet really changed my life of uh, being gay. When I... I think when I was in middle school, I already started to um, to see some uh, gay website and to read some online uh, literature and even watch some gay porn from internet. And after I came to Beijing, the com- uh, I started to have the community because of the internet. There was some BBS from the Peking University. I was on on it, and I they have a, a monthly gathering event, uh, and it's a very good pl- platform for you to meet with the other. Gay man, uh, and uh, after after that, when oh, when I after I graduated from school, I became filmmaker and activist. So we do a lot of the events. We always pro- promote them with uh, with internet. Uh, in the time we promote with on B- B- BBS and some forum but now uh, there is since the internet and the media is developing so fast now you have to, if you want to promote events your events you have to have a Weibo and uh, your WeChat, and uh, sometimes I feel a little too much information <laughs> and also oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and also everybody's looking is using a, a cell phone to find a to find a boyfriend right <laughs> what, what, what are the what are the most popular apps for that there are two uh, uh, um, i think there are uh, i know there are two uh major uh gay apes uh, inter- international gay apes one is Jack D and one is Greer. But I think I gr- have to say that again because I don't quite. Know. Jack okay.
0: D, you Jack
1: say Jack D. Yeah, how do you spell that?
2: And grinder, grinder. Okay, we'll find the links. Okay. Yeah, but Jack D is, in, uh, is more popular in China than uh, than grinder. So when my friend come to Beijing, I always give them these tips. And there is all there are also two Chinese uh, local uh, apps. One called uh, Blue D, and uh, the other called the Zank Z A N K. Mm. So that different style but uh uh um but you can you will find it um yeah some you if especially the the, the neighborhood I live, I live in Shenzhen, is now becoming more and more gay in, in Beijing. A lot of gay people move in that neighborhood. If you have this ape, those apes in your cell phone, and when you, if you put some nice picture and you open it, and will, the message will be... Uh, <laughs> so
0: becoming the, the Castro of Beijing. So some of our listeners yeah. should take note. Okay, I'd like to go back again, very far back in history, mm-hmm. and say that... Um, you know one thing that uh, i've read uh, quite a few people arguing is mm-hmm. that in china traditionally there wasn't a taboo against homosexuality i mean th- there was the confucian thing you had mm-hmm. to have a family but there wasn't a taboo against the actual sexual behavior the sexual aspects of it and there are traditional terms for it like the passion of the cut sleeve duan shou zhu pi and yeah. um, that fun tao was
1: another one uh-huh. right right mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so, I mean, uh, how is, is this, does this make sense to you? I mean, do, do you think that China has a sort of lost tradi- tradition of, of tolerance and even celebration for homosexuality being interrupted because Europeans brought their uh, <laughs> uptight Christian uh, <laughs> values with them? I, I partly agree with you. And, uh,
2: you know, a lot of uh, scholars just uh, compare old China with, uh, with uh, uh, Greece, uh, in a long time ago, and uh, it was very tolerant to, uh, to homosexual. Uh, but um, on the other side, I want not say most of the stories in old China, they are all usually uh, emperors, usually, and, and they it's about it's not. A, only about love is sometimes about uh, the power if you are rich you have, if you are powerful, then you can get uh, you can' live with anyone so sometimes they just uh, these stories show the power of the emperor um, and uh, i do uh, I do think the uh, somehow the homophobia was uh, uh, exported from from western country i I heard that the uh, we have the hooligan law uh it's adopted from the Soviet union from Russia. Uh, and i know uh, notice that a lot of uh, countries that have the law against uh, uh, being gay because they've uh, because of the uh, colonial uh period from
0: the, from they got the laws from the british
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and now the the uk try to try to remove that but those countries don't listen to them
1: so <laughs> you know i don't want to get controversy here but i always think that it has a lot to do jeremy with religion it really does the, Christ- Christianity, yeah. the effect of Christianity, uh, yeah. you know, I don't want to get into that topic. Or a, but a
0: certain interpretation of Christianity, yeah. if you want to be tolerant. Well, yeah. yeah. I yeah don't want to get, the
1: Christopher Hitchens has this thing of religion yeah. poisons everything. I think it's really mm-hmm. poisoned sex in the West uh, in the way that China, it hasn't in Two years Maybe ago, yeah.
2: there is a very big news that uh, there is famous actress awarded uh, winner actress Lu Ping. She said something bad about uh, uh, oh, LGBT, yes. right. about uh, same-sex marriage online. Then there were. It's it's interesting that she actually made an opportunity to talk about. Uh, LGBT in the in uh, mainstream media uh, and a lot of uh,
1: celebrities also against her when she was saying this. That, that brings up a question I wanted to ask actually. Do, do you, in the US we have plenty of role models LGBT mm-hmm. role models because they're quite open. Do you Do you really have anything like role models here in in terms of celebrities or media figures at all? Or is it beginning to be some of that? Oh, I think
2: if you identify as a celebrity, there is no not really celebrity in China come
1: out all you can say
0: because if you come out you wouldn't word. be a celebrity yes, <laughs> the next day but there's <laughs> some but There are, some
1: that are open yeah. secrets right I mean some yeah. people know um, they're gay but no one talks about it right yeah no. but
2: they don't talk about it then yeah. it doesn't count and uh, but there are some really famous celebrities in Hong Kong and Taiwan that are openly being gay or lesbian so they are uh, so and they speak for for uh, LGBT rights also uh, helping uh, trying to help something in China mm-hmm. so this is, this matter really very good the influence who who can you name some know Anthony know wong um he was very famous uh since when i was a child and uh also Dennis ho uh, ho. uh she's the lesbian singer and uh there is a very famous uh tv tv uh host uh tai kong yong and uh, he's also a writer he's openly gay and a uh, uh, famous Taiwanese writer, Bai Xianyong,
1: he wrote uh, Crystal Boy. He's also opening oh, yeah. game. I, I, I used to hang around with Xiangsheng performers uh, oh. sometimes. And, and there, was, there were a few cases where I saw these, because there are always two of them, right? Mm-hmm. And they work with these uh, theatrical troops. And there were a few that were pretty clear that they, it was a very oh. convenient arrangement. This is in the 90s, right? Wow. So it was very convenient for them because mm-hmm. they always, well, we have to. Be in the same room because we have to rehearse, and, right, right. and it was a, it was like a great way to like to live their life, you know. But but mm-hmm. they they obviously you know they're in the in the media, but they're not, they can't be out.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, that's yeah. a very
1: different thing. Um,
0: how much uh, play did the the story of there's a, a Hong Kong millionaire whose daughter. Was okay. a lesbian, and he offered this huge amount of money for any <laughs> oh, guy. That. <laughs> did that? Did, did people in the mainland pay attention to
2: that in the LGBT yeah, community? Yeah, yeah, After that news, everybody was saying, "I wish I could marry her." <laughs> 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 but uh, she, she's she's really cool. Zhao zhi her name, um, I forgot his her English name, but she she's very involved with the LGBT movement in Hong Kong. She was uh, she 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 would speak for the for the rights and uh also participating some events.
1: Well, that brings up. I going I ask you about conversion therapy because you you mentioned that word, mm-hmm. which is a, a little bit of a shock to me because yeah. uh, this is a controversy in the United States, and it's been really scandalous. So some of these crazy conversion therapies, and I think it was uh, Michelle. Where
0: they seek to use drugs or electric or, shocks or some not, horrible not, technique Not, not to necessarily electric you shocks,
1: or... but spurious psychiatric oh. sort of and Fake Michelle science. Michelle Bachman's husband, you know, was involved in this crazy thing. But are you are you do you mean to say China has been infected with this meme as well do they have mm-hmm. conversion therapy here do you know why they do it they do it for
2: money because ah. they those clinic yeah. they they have a, they just have a license and sometimes not and they they know parents want their children to be straight mm-hmm. then they uh they 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 do this and they charge uh, huge money I heard some of them can uh one treatment can um a, a whole treatment maybe for about a, a few months it they, it costs. Uh, 30 30,000 RMB. Wow. Um, that means 5,000 US dollar and uh, so it's, it's it's huge money. So can
0: I can I just be clear on my understanding is correct that these are private companies, private doctors doing mm-hmm. this. It's not a, yeah. a state paid it's not paid for and and organized by the state.
2: Mm, no, no. Gosh! Yeah, because because um, as we said in two thousand one, um, um, homosexual was was removed from uh, from mental health disease. But there is one thing left over there. If you are homosexual yourself and you don't have a good uh, self identity, then it is mental health disease. But uh, in our mind, if you don't have a, a good uh, self uh, self identity, then we should help you to identify uh, to. Identify yourself to uh, get with the community. But uh, those clinic, they they treat because uh, they 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 have this excuse. Then they said it's uh, it is mental health disease. Then we can help you to be straight. So they uh, so with this um, this one thing left, small thing left. So they have something. Uh, so they can we can we can't really just say they are, they are illegal. So there is a lawsuit the, just a few weeks ago, uh, to to a clinic in Chongqing, and also this this person he was treated uh, with the electric shock, and uh, now he not only sued uh, the clinic but also Baidu.com. You know he got this clinic <laughs> out because of Baidu, and Baidu they they just because those clinic they pay money to Baidu, then when they search it with Baidu. Uh, mm-hmm. then they got they got the result in very front when you what, search homopho- uh, what,
1: homosexual then that will there will be conversion therapy what's what's the Chinese for conversion therapy? <laughs> okay, I'll, go, I'll, I'll buy Do it when I get home <laughs>
0: <laughs> You
2: can just buy the 同性戀, Homosexual, then you will get the result It's terrible getting, really? wow. Yeah, so once I, I got some numbers Of those commercial therapy And I just called them and I said Hey doctor, I'm really sorry but I need help I'm straight but I feel really un- uncomfortable, uncomfortable Being straight, can you help me With commercial <laughs>
1: therapy to be gay and yeah. then, It should work the other way too That's beautiful, yeah, and, I he, love it. and And he
2: and she said, "No, being straight is normal, but being gay is on uh, euro
1: So you should not be, uh, be- become gay. <laughs> it should be like currency conversion, you know, American dollars to RMB, RMB to American dollars. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's conversion, right?
0: Okay. Uh, you see, this there's, there's a lot of stuff you can make films about. Um, yes. So I mean, let's let's." end off uh, with a little uh, talk about your filmmaking yes. w- what what motivates you as a filmmaker what kind of stories do you want to tell uh, who do you want to see your films
2: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I make a film because I think I want uh, people to know more about LGBT and I will look what is the uh, uh, very important uh, uh, topic so uh, I think my first uh, short movie was about same sex, sex- uh, marriage we did a campaign on the street and uh, uh, have uh, two couples taking wedding pictures on the street then I recorded the uh, whole progress and uh, later I made a documentary called Be a Woman it's about a drag queen about transgenders because I care about my transgender friend very much and uh, later um, as I said before uh, the family issues is very important for Chinese LGBT. So I made a documentary called Mama Rainbow in 2012, and we show it in a lot of film festivals in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Mumbai, Jakarta. So we um, we uh, had film. We 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 shoot uh, six mothers uh, in China uh, tell the story how they how they. Accept their children being gay or lesbian. And now I'm working on a new project uh, called, uh, about uh, this. Fathers, because mm-hmm. after I met that uh, uh, Mama Rainbow, and everybody was asking, Where has the Papa gone? So now, Baba Chunar. Baba And you know, there is a very famous reality show in China called Baba tunala Where has the Papa gone? So we are kidding that we are going to make a gay version of uh, uh, Where has the Papa gone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> So I am I and also uh, last year I made a, a documentary g- uh, called the, the China Monologue, because I've been working on. Uh, LGBT issue for about seven years, and uh, last year I think I should do something for feminism. Mm. And uh, so i be. Uh, and last year was ten years, ten years anniversary of uh, the Vagina Monologue played in China in Chinese. So I, uh, I interviewed five groups who are doing, uh, the Vagina Monologues in China and to, um, to recognize this history.
0: Great. Well, on that note, let's move on to the final section of the show, which is recommendations. David, what you got for us?
1: Um, well, you mentioned one of them, the title. There's a, there's a classic book that if people haven't read it, they should just get it. It's it's called Passions of the Cut Sleeve uh, by Brett Hinch. About It's about ancient China. It's not about uh, – it's about – the, like like uh, Popo was saying, the emperors and and the the elites, but it's about the hmm. history of of homosexuality, male, male homosexuality in in China. It's a classic short book. It's very easy to read and very interesting. And I'll, also, I'd just like to recommend the work in general of Li Enhu, who's thought of as China's leading sexologist. Uh, and Like, uh, I think this is one topic that goes out of date very fast. and She's now retired from from the cast from the Chinese Academy of Social Science. (laughs) Just on time. (laughs) Yeah, just in time. No, but I mean, uh, there's there's, uh, one article in particular uh, called uh, from a – a good uh a compilation called Sex and Sexuality in China edited by by Elaine Jeffries it's just called Regulating Male, Male Se- Same-Sex Relationships in the People's Republic of China but it's 2006 and I think this topic goes out of date very fast things are much different now than they were in 2006 but she's a good source for the historical aspects
2: yeah I think I would re- recommend a, a book published uh, last year uh in Chinese it's called uh, Xingzhi Bian um, the Change of uh, Sexuality. Uh, so it's uh, written by two writers, uh, two academic scholars from Renmin University, uh, Mr. Pan Suimin and Ms., Uh
1: Huang Yingying. Oh, I know them. I, that, I've, yeah. done, I've done events at Capital M with them. They, Huang Yingying is a great researcher. Yeah, I yeah, agree with you. Yeah, great. Yeah, They're wonderful. Great. Yeah. So you I feel very
2: boring what, uh, reading those books with a lot of data because yeah. I'm very bad at, uh, at numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but their books is very interesting. If you want to know, because they did research, they did a, a big, um, how to say, research, um, uh, three times in, uh, they did three, three big research, one in 2001, second uh, one was in 2006, and the third one was in 2010. Then they have a lot of data, then they read this book, uh, they wrote this book uh, with all, all of their opinions, so the opinions um, is, are very interesting.
1: And I think they are very cool <laughs> indeed H- Huang Ying Ying has uh lived among sex workers for, yeah. for, for a long time doing research. And Pan Ming is a very funny guy. He's a, he's, he doesn't look like a sex researcher. <laughs> he looks like he looks what, like what a, a I don't know. He looks like a Beijing taxi driver, really. But he's uh, a very cool guy.
2: I, guess. <laughs> I didn't I didn't have this point before, but now you can only imagine uh, Mister Pan Ming driving a taxi. So.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Bobo, you had a second recommendation, right?
2: Yeah, I would recommend a, a, a film, a very good movie called uh, uh, "Breakfast on Pluto." It's by Neil Jordan. It's by irish filmmaker it's told uh, uh, a story of a transgender um, person traveled from uh, Ireland to London looking for uh, her mother and uh, this film is not uh, only told the uh, uh, it's not only about uh, sexuality and gender, it's also about uh, peace. Um, it give, give me an idea that uh, no matter what kind, of re- uh, what kind of reason, you should not uh, bring the violence. And uh, it's one of my favorite movies. And it's beautiful and a very good act, uh, good acting. So um, I would recommend it.
0: Great. I'm briefly just going to stay on topic with this show with my recommendation, which is a book called Gaysia, G-A-Y-S-I-A. Uh, subtitled Adventures in the Queer East by an Australian writer named Benjamin Law.
2: Yeah, I'm a friend of his Him. (laughs) (laughs) What an incestuous show we have here.
0: (laughs) Always. So, (laughs) David, thank you very much. Uh, And listeners, we will see you or you'll hear us again next week on the Seneca Podcast.